Introducing the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. With 25 million copies in print, learn how the Don't Sweat Wisdom can help you achieve greater mental health and better communication with your family, friends, and coworkers from a beloved teacher. Rediscover your passion, joy, and self-compassion to awaken your most vibrant life. Hi, and welcome back to the Don'ts with the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. Thanks so much for being here. So let's go ahead before we begin and take our golden pause. Wherever you are, just sit comfortably. Your legs crossed if you're sitting on the floor. If you're sitting in a chair, just uncross your legs and sit upright with your palms faced open. And as always, if you're driving, just pay attention to the road and just do this as a breathing exercise. So go ahead and begin to breathe with me. As you breathe in through your nose, allow your chest and your belly to expand, taking in the maximum amount of oxygen. And as you exhale, go ahead and just exhale extra long and let it all go. Breathing in pure sunlight to every cell of your being, all the way to the tip of your head to your fingers, to your toes. Exhaling and letting go of tension. Breathing in pure love. Filling your whole body with love. Exhaling fear. Allowing yourself to relax. Breathe in sunlight again. This time, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart. And let your mind roam over your days, your moments this week, today, this morning, and think of something you feel incredibly grateful for. And gratitude is the memory of the heart. Allow your memories of gratitude to flood through your heart now, as you breathe. And exhale, letting go. On your next breath in, go ahead and smile, feeling just so yummy in all that gratitude. And then just exhale and let go and open your eyes. So today I've pulled out um, Richard Carlson's book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff About Money, Spiritual and Practical Ways to Create Abundance and More Fun in Your Life. Now, um, this book used to be called Don't Worry, Make Money. Um, it was the third book that Richard wrote in one year, along with Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Can you believe that? He wrote three books that year and they were all New York Times bestsellers. So the chapter I'm going to talk about is called Do Good While Doing Well, and I'm just going to read a little bit from that chapter, and then I'm going to go off and talk about it a little bit. So he begins by saying, um, one of my favorite salad dressings is Paul Newman's balsamic vinaigrette. Near the top of the bottle are the words, Paul Newman donates all his profits after taxes from the sale of this product for educational and charitable purposes. 
What a great example of someone who does good while doing well. Now, there are many celebrities and successful businessmen and women that are doing similar things. They're mixing business ventures with charity and good causes. What a brilliant and wonderful thing to do, and everyone wins. The charities receive financial benefits and, in some cases, name recognition, while the business people feel the joy of helping out while also earning goodwill in the marketplace. The customers, too, are the winners because each purchase helps the selected cause, all things being equal. I'd much rather buy a product that was helping a great cause than one that wasn't. There are countless examples of non-celebrities who are doing the very same thing. People everywhere are looking for and finding ways to combine business with good works in the world. This is a relatively easy strategy to implement regardless of what type of business you're in. In fact, I'll share with you a funny and touching story to demonstrate, to demonstrate this fact. I was discussing this topic at a book signing when a somewhat critical gentleman commented, easy for you, Richard, to say. His point was that it would be easy to combine business efforts with good works for others if you were in a financial position to do so. Others, otherwise, it would be a huge burden. Before I even had a chance to respond, a little boy, no more than 10 years old, stood up and said, Do you want to know what I do? Sure, I said. We'd all love to hear. I keep track of my sales. After every hundred cups of lemonade I sell, and I donate a whole pitcher to the retirement home down the street. The crowd loved it. Can you imagine how hard it would be to not buy lemonade from this young man? If a 10-year-old's lemonade stand can be a vehicle to help others, why can't the rest of us contribute? So I've had the great pleasure of knowing so many um, business people and I have to say that the one principle that really um, creates the most abundance in people's lives is generosity. I recently did the ask for a challenge day fundraiser and I stood up and I said, I asked everyone to be as generous with their pocketbooks as they possibly could be. And that in doing so, they would be creating the number one principle for abundance in their lives. And, and it truly is generosity. All of the successful people that I know began with very little. But they had one thing about them that was always consistent, and that was that they were generous. I know that in Richard's and my life, we were generous in every single way that we possibly could be long before we ever had financial security. We were generous with our time, with our hearts, with our energy. And so I'd like you to consider in what way could you be more generous today? Could you be generous when you're in line at the grocery store? Could you be generous of spirit? Could you give more to more charitable causes? In what ways could you fill your life with abundance by being generous? I think that's a great inquiry to um, take into our day is thinking of how much joy we receive by giving and truly how being generous is 
the foundation of what it means to be spiritual is to bring spirit into everything we do. And by thinking in terms of generosity isn't just about what we give physically, it's about what we give emotionally too. Being generous with our spirit. I often think that it's so much easier to be kind than anything else. That even when we're agitated and irritated, if you can find some way to access kindness instead of being rude and angry. Now, there's a place for anger, too. I'm not saying that we can all run around being, you know, kind and happy and, you know, airy-fairy every single day. But I am saying that it feels better to access that open-hearted feeling of kindness and generosity over being, you know, stingy and angry, right? (laughs) Who wants to be stingy and angry today? Me, I do! (laughs) Not. So I hope that you have um, enjoyed listening to a chapter from Don't Sweat the Small Stuff About Money. Um, It's a really great book, and... I love to occasionally on my podcast just open up a chapter, read it to you, and just give you a little tidbit of what I think about that too. So anyways, have a great day. And I hope that this has inspired you to think of ways that you can be generous, that are really easy for you to be generous. Generous of spirit, generous of mind, generous with your pocketbook too. You have a great day. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff with Christine Carlson. Chris invites you to join her for the brand new What Now program, a six-week offering carefully designed to take you on your own unique journey through life-altering transition and lead you to self-discovery and your most vibrant life. Receive access to powerful audio teachings, an in-depth workbook, and deeply valuable insights on passion and joy from a beloved teacher. Visit christinecarlson.com to learn more about how you can be part of the What Now program.